So what is your desire? What is it that you really, really want out of life? And you probably want to be able to express yourself fully. You probably want to be able to take those vacations and make 10 times more money than you're making right now. You probably want your wife to love you to the end of the world like you love her. You want her to respect you and connect with you in ways that you never imagined. If you start performing at work because you are ready, right? Number one is you understand rejection. You have the right energy. You have the right attitude and you understand what your hunger is and you tap back into that masculine and feminine hunger that you have within you, you're going to be unstoppable. And then you're going to be able to take the why and say yes. Learn modern marketing that you can use to grow your business in today's competitive landscape. This is Digital Marketing Masters with Matt Rouse and Jeremy Marcotte. Welcome to Digital Marketing Masters. I'm your host, Jeremy Marcotte, and I'm here with Matt Rouse. Say hi, Matt. Hello. Hey, today we have Joe Applebaum here with, well, Joe, why don't you just tell us? Joe, hi. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we're glad, excited to have you. So, Joe, let's start with the easy stuff. Who are you? What do you do? What's your business name? So my name is Joe Applebaum. I'm the CEO of Ajax Union. We are a B2B digital marketing agency based in Brooklyn, and we help companies create funnels. So if people don't know what a funnel is, most people don't know what a funnel is, but essentially when you come to a website, you have the ability to be able to take people through some type of a journey. So don't just buy now, but educate them and guide them through the process of becoming a customer. And then we started another company this year called Evergreen, and we're teaching entrepreneurs how to be able to master their influence on LinkedIn. And we're coming out with lots of other amazing courses. So that's basically what I'm doing. Ajax Union has been around for 10 years. And we were featured on the Inc. 500 as one of the fastest growing companies in the U.S. So I've gone through being the average Joe where I didn't know much about business. I was mostly into like, you know, doing web design and SEO and things like that and building a multi-million dollar business and learning more about myself more than anything else through that journey. So I'm excited to share some things that I learned. That's exciting. That's awesome. So Matt, do you have anything you want to touch base on before we get started? Otherwise, you're just going to interrupt me when I start and ask a question. I know I'm going to interrupt it anyway, because I always do. But Joe, I was listening to your podcast recently. So let me back up a step. I found you on LinkedIn, right? Which is great. It's from the discovery standpoint. A friend of mine had commented on one of your videos, so I went and watched it. His name is Todd Kane, by the way. He's a business analyst and coach in Vancouver, BC, Canada. So I went and watched your video and I was like, wow, this is like really, really similar to the kind of messaging that we put out about personal growth and business growth and stuff like that. And uh, I mean, you, you obviously you have a little bit different kind of turn and spin on it, but we have about the same kind of years of experience in, in the industry world and stuff. So, so it was really similar. And then I started watching more of your stuff and I was like, man, you're putting out a lot of content and it's really good. So I listened to the podcast too. And I was listening to, sorry, it had the word maze and I can't remember the first word of it. Was it? The breakthrough maze. Yeah. It was the breakthrough maze. Yep. The breakthrough maze. That's what it was. Yeah. And you're asking people like, do they need more freedom or more power, or more energy? Like what do they need? Do you want to talk about your podcast a little bit and uh, maybe some people could listen to you there? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that I learned for myself is that if I want to have more awareness, if I want to have more freedom in my life, I need to be able to free other people. Because if it's all about me, if I'm in my head, I'm dead. So one of the things I committed to doing like two years ago is to start coaching people for free. And the best way for me to do that on a mass scale is to do it in a podcast. So people call into my podcast and anonymously I will coach them on any issue that they have in their life in that moment to see if they can create a breakthrough in their own life. 
Because oftentimes we look for people to create breakthroughs for us, but no one's going to create your breakthrough. You need to break through yourself using a series of questions and a series of ways to analyze your current situation to create more awareness and to create those epiphanies that you need to figure out what's taking your power away. We are very, very powerful human beings. And we don't realize that because often we have self-limiting belief that stops us. And we are very prone to expressing ourselves. And it's something that gives us a certain level of fulfillment. But often there are circumstances in life that make us not be able to express ourselves in the proper way. And then there are things that people want in business and there are things that people want with their health and there are things that people want in their relationships or spirituality. So we have all types of interesting conversations with people that come with an issue. I say, where do you have a lack of power right now? Where do you have a lack of freedom? And they might share something around, you know, I I don't know how to use social media or I'm not tech savvy. Or they might say something like, I want to grow my business to 10 million in revenue and I'm not even sure where to start because I don't even have $100 to my pocket. Or they might say, "I, I don't know what to do. I want to do public speaking. I don't even know where to begin. I want to express myself, but I'm scared. How did you do it? Or I don't know the first thing about networking. What type of events should I go to or what should I even do? So we start having a conversation around why this is important to them and what's stopping them. And they start seeing that there's a lot of beliefs that they have themselves inside their mind that is imprisoning them from allowing them to get results in their life. And this applies to everything in your life. If you have a crappy relationship, it has to do with your beliefs. If you have a business that's not generating the revenue you want it to generate, if you're not hitting your goals, It has to do with your beliefs first. And once you can overcome your beliefs, and by overcoming, I don't mean just magically changing your life because the more you change things, the more they stay the same. It's about transformation. It's about awareness. It's about really getting to know who you are, what you really want, what your values are, and being able to calmly and peacefully be able to create any result you want in your life. And so that's what I talk about. And I do it anonymously for people because not everybody wants to share their name. They don't need to promote themselves. It's about them getting value from my experience. And me, I take them through my own maze of awareness, strategy, and accountability. And at the end, they end up getting results. So when did you start your own personal journey? So I started my personal journey 40 years ago when I was born. I just turned 40 years old. (laughs) Happy birthday. It was just my birthday also. I just turned 47. Oh, congratulations. Really? I got really scared initially when I was like inching up to my birthday because I was like, what's going to happen? I'm, my beard's suddenly going to turn white and I'm suddenly going to get old and I'm going to get a backache. And I said, you know what? Let me go to the doctor, do a blood test and check to see where I'm at. And the doctor said, you are in pristine health. You're in the best health you've ever been in your life. And I was like, really? That was a proud moment for me because I remember a few years ago, like seven years ago, I was 265 pounds. I was pre-diabetic. I was huffing and puffing. I wasn't. I would never ran, never exercise. Had lots of self-limiting beliefs. So I would say my big turning point in my life was after my business hit Inc. 5000. After we were a number 178 on the Inc. 500 as one of the fastest-growing companies in America, I realized you know I had the money, I had the exposure that I wanted, I had what I needed, I felt important, I had the kids, I had the family, I had the house, I had the vacation, I had what I needed, right? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't fulfilled but I wasn't satisfied, but there was something missing. So I said, you know what? Maybe I need to figure out like who I am. So I started looking at consultants to teach me who I am, to give me ideas of who I could be. And what I realized through going through my journey is that you have to discover who you are on your own. I mean, people can help you, but you already are something. But I had so much baggage and so many self-limiting beliefs. I was more of a human doing than a human being. And I was judging everyone and I had I was judging myself more than anybody else. And I had to kind of learn, learn. And my first moment where I had that big epiphany was when Google hired me to become a certified Google trainer. 
And I thought, of course, I can do anything, right? I had that attitude. My mother gave me tons of love. I can be anything and do anything. And then all of a sudden, I get in front of a stage of 80 business owners, and I melt. In that moment, I didn't want to do it. And I told my partner, I was like, I can't. I just can't. So he's like, all right, we'll refund them. It's only $15,000, right? <laughs> and, and then I was like, no, we're not losing the money. I'm going to do it. So I nervously paced on stage. I remember I was pacing back and forth, sweating. I was also very overweight. And every other word that I said was basically. Basically, that was my nervous tick word. Do you ever hear somebody with a nervous tick word? Basically. I hear like and um. Or actually. Exactly. So that's where I was. I was I was kind of stuck in my head. You know what they say? If you're in your head, you're dead. You're dead. Right, exactly. So that's where I was. I was in my head and I had to get out of it. But that but learning how to overcome the fear of public speaking, learning how to challenge myself there made me realize that I had so many more layers of the onions that I had to peel to even figure out that I have a voice in my head, which I had no idea. I thought I was the voice. Like there was a lot of different things I had to figure out on my own. And in my relationships, in my partnerships with my clients, you know, I used to be afraid of calling my clients because I thought that if I called them, they would leave me. That is actually something we hear all the time. And it's the opposite is true, right? If you call your clients, they're less likely to leave you. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. They're less likely to leave you and they're more likely to refer business to you if you're top of mind with them. But if you don't have top of mind, they're not you know, going to refer business to you. So it's just interesting to see how we as human beings, we all have similar issues. We all want to be seen. We all want to be loved. We all want to be accepted. And at the end of the day, we get hurt when we're younger, when we're, you know, when we're nine, 10 years old, that we somehow get injured in some which way, traumatic uh, way that makes us feel like we're not enough or whatever it is. And then when we're a teenager, we get rejected somehow in some which way. And suddenly we're afraid of rejection. And then when we're a young adult, somehow something happens and we feel a sense of loss, like we're going to lose everything and it's doomsday. And so we end up going through our entire life with those traumas and we end up trying to protect ourselves and stay in the comfort zone. And many people are not able to break through. And that's my passion. My passion is to help entrepreneurs that are frustrated. If you want to go from frustration to motivation, I can help you do that because I've done that. And you know, the, the sign of frustration means that you have some growth that you can have. When a lobster needs to grow, they feel frustrated in their shell. So they go to the bottom of the ocean and they get out of their shell behind a rock and then they grow a new shell. And that's how they kind of, it's the pressure, it's the frustration, it's the, it's the pain that we feel in our life. That's kind of like a signal. The universe, it's not bad to feel pain. When you're exercising and you feel a little bit of pain, your body's sending you a signal. It's not a bad thing. You just have to ask yourself, what do I want to make this mean so that I can live a life that has more purpose and more power? And now, a quick break. Digital Marketing Masters will be right back. Are you ready to stop grinding and start making an impact? Are you tired of working long hours and not growing your business? Get Matt's new book, Flattening the Hamster Wheel, on Amazon now. Just go to hook2.us slash hamster. That's H-O-O-K-T-O dot U-S forward slash H-A-M-S-T-E-R. So... One thing I kind of like to do on the podcast is to put Jeremy on the spot. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so I have a good question for you. So you were talking before about ready, aim, fire is kind of a, a system, right, that you use to help people go through. And I was going to see if maybe you could do like a quick version of your coaching from the podcast, maybe with Jeremy, and you could ask him a couple questions and see if he has some kind of limiting belief you can identify to help him be better at 
customer success and sales. I love that. I love that. I love that. And by the way, it's not ready aim. It's ready, fire, aim. It's ready, fire, aim. That's right. Yeah, because most people are trying to aimlessly aim and really they're not even getting started. So Jeremy, where do you, when it comes to sales, are you in a role that has, that is related to sales? Yep. So where do you feel like you're not necessarily getting the results that you want? Where do you feel like maybe you're not getting the most power, most bang for your buck? I would say we do a lot of referral stuff, right? And I don't try to push or sell anything. I do like, well, let's coach you into knowing that you need a website or marketing or something like that. The thing that I think that I'm failing most at really would be sitting down and having those conversations and making it the reason for the meeting instead of just, hey, let's talk. And then if you mention something, then I'm like, hey, I can do this. So what's going on there? What do you think is going on for you? Why do you think you're afraid or what is going on for you in your mind when, when you have a conversation with somebody and you maybe are not, are not actually initiating a sales conversation or asking questions that might sound salesy? <laughs> Deep-seated trauma. Now, I used to do uh, life insurance sales for an MLM, basically. And it was pick up and dial. Here, no, here, no, here, no. If you're not dialing 100 times a day, you're not working. Stuff like that. So I, I vowed that I would never take another sales position. So I try to steer as far away from any sales pitch as possible. Wow. Wow. Talk about the vows that we make to ourselves that limit us, right? We make a vow to ourselves. I will never take a sales position again and ever do MLM pitches where I'm trying to force things down people's throat. I have a question for you. Are the things that you're currently providing MLM related and like totally sleazy type of sales stuff? No. Not even a little bit? Is it like real legit, like adding value? Or is it kind of like, eh, you're not really adding so much value? It's really legit adding value. Okay. But you have this old vow that you have to keep about not selling MLM that applies to even things that have value. Is that what's going on? That's yeah, evidently. <laughs> evidently. <laughs> evidently. That's powerful. And what, would you, what do you think would happen to your life if suddenly you were unchained from that vow and, and somehow some magical power inside your brain released you from that vow and unleashed you to allow you to just be free and add value to other people. What do you think would happen to your life? Probably get a little bit better, probably quickly. And if you got a little bit better, what do you think the results would be in your business? What do you think would happen? What would change? I think the business would grow. Really? Yeah. Well, obviously. Wow. And if the business grew quite a bit, what would that do for you? Uh, Vacation time. Where do you want to go? Let's see. Lately, I've been thinking Scotland, Ireland. Ooh, Scotland and Ireland. Are you going to wear a kilt? Absolutely. <laughs> You're going to kill it in a kilt. You should probably come to work with a kilt right now to remind you how you adding value to other people will allow you to finally be able to go to Ireland and Scotland and be able to live your dream life. Look, at the end of the day, we live one life. And if we allow our old vows from the past or our old seated traumas of not wanting to get rejected, to stop us from being successful, we're not going to be able to move forward and we're going to get stuck. And it's not going to feel good. Maybe you'll feel in your comfort zone right now because you're sitting in poop and the poop is warm. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you're in poop. True. You're in MLM poop. MLM poop. Lots of people are sitting in the MLM poop and it's warm and it, it we forget that it's poop. We think it's like, you know, our comfort zone. We think it's the womb, but it's not the womb. It's the wrong womb. It's the wrong room. <laughs> so what I tell people is you need to first get ready. Okay, before you even getting on the phone, you need to get ready. So number one is you have to understand what rejection is. So R 
and ready, understands. So if somebody rejects you, are they rejecting you, Jeremy, or are they rejecting the information that you're giving, or maybe they don't have time right now, or whatever it is, what are they actually rejecting when when you perceive what they say as a rejection? Probably them, but it feels like they're rejecting me. Exactly. But so you have to get around what rejection actually is. And when they're rejecting you, are they rejecting you, Jeremy, as the perfect human being inside your body? Or are they, or, are they rejecting your lack of ability to communicate the value that you can provide? Because that's different. If they're if they're doing if they're rejecting your role, it's very different than they're rejecting your soul. That's what I teach people. When you mix the two, when you mix your soul and your role, that's where you get messed up, because that's where people have an identity crisis and they lose their job and then suddenly they they go take drugs and gamble and then they kill people. I don't know what they do. Right? You don't want to go down that route. Instead, what you want to do is you want to understand that rejection. There's a difference between the I and the R. The I is perfect. No one could ever reject you because they don't know you. They'll never know you. But if they reject the notion of you adding value to them, it's their loss. And you want to stand for the possibility for them not to have that loss. So you're committed to moving to the next level. You're committed to explaining, even if they say no, say, no, I get that you don't understand this. I get it. I get that you don't want this, but I'm actually adding value to hundreds of people. And if you want to understand what I'm going to be able to educate you on, spend three minutes with me. Now you're committed to doing that. No matter how many times they say no to you, you're full of compassion. You have children? Mm-hmm. If your children like do something to you and they say, I hate you, do you feel rejection? A little bit. Do you really, really feel <laughs> rejection when they say, I don't want to spend time with you anymore. I don't like you. No, because five minutes later, they come up and snuggle with you and, you know, all is well. That's exactly what the prospects do to sales reps that don't take no for an answer. They will snuggle because you're going to add value because you actually love your children. If you loved to add value to your sales reps the same way you love your children, I promise you everybody will be snuggling you up with you. Now, it might be creepy if some people snuggle up with you, but over the phone, you're not going to catch anything. You know what I mean? Right. You can snuggle up over the phone. You're not going to catch. So that's number one is R. Number two is E in ready. Number two is E. How is your energy? A 5% drop in hydration is a 30% drop in energy. So if you're not hydrated, if you're not exercising, if you don't have your energy up, it's not going to work. So how much water do you drink a day? Let's be honest. Not enough. My wife yells at me all the time about it. Well, maybe you should listen to your wife so it doesn't get to the boiling point of yelling. You know, I have to learn that lesson too. I make my wife yell because she says, take out the garbage. I say soon. And then two days pass and the house stinks and there's flies. And I'm like, soon, because I'm busy here doing podcasts. And then she starts yelling. I'm like, why are you yelling? You know, of course, why are you yelling? I have no integrity. So if you want energy, you got to drink more water. You got to exercise. You got to do engineer your body. And I have a book called High Energy Secrets that you can buy. It's really inexpensive. And I'll teach you the ways that I get high energy. And I'm able to talk to you in this way after I ran three miles, after I did two interviews already, after I did a webinar, and then I'm going to do another webinar after this. So I get my energy. I get smart energy from smart water, right? Smart energy. So that's energy. Jeremy, I'm going to cut that part out and send it to Amanda. <laughs> Don't you dare tell her she was right. She's going to be like, she was right. And now you're going to have to listen to it for a long time. And the A, the A in, in ready is all about attitude. If you have the attitude that you are here to add value, if you have a positive attitude, if you're reading things and improve your attitude, if you have the attitude of gratitude, you're going to be in a better state automatically. If you're focused on the things that are not working, if you focus on your fear instead of focus on your kilt, you got to focus on your kilt. If you want to kill it, you got to focus on the kilt. So bring the kilt, wear the kilt and kill it. 
So you got to have the right attitude and understand how to create that attitude. Then you need to figure out what is your desire in D, ready desire. So what is your desire? What is it that you really, really want out of life? And you probably want to be able to express yourself fully. You probably want to be able to take those vacations and make 10 times more money than you're making right now. You probably want your wife to love you to the end of the world like you love her. You want her to respect you and connect with you in ways that you never imagined. If you start performing at work because you are ready, right? Number one is you understand rejection. You have the right energy. You have the right attitude and you understand what your hunger is and you tap back into that masculine and feminine hunger that you have within you, you're going to be unstoppable. And then you're going to be able to take the why and say yes. And just say yes to opportunities because opportunities are all around you all day. And if you could just say yes and, now you're ready. You're ready to get to the next level. Now, most people are ready, but then they want to start aiming. They want to start because they want to get it right. They're perfectionists. They stop getting it right. Next is fire. Fail fast. Fire. Just start shooting. Go. Go, just start doing. And they might say, well, but but I'm not prepared. I'm not, just dude. Right now you're ready, right? You understand what rejection is. You have the right energy. You have the right attitude. You have your hunger. You're saying yes and. Now you got to get right into it. Just start doing. Calling people, getting people on the phone, meeting people, having conversations, sending direct messages, posting, engaging, messaging, the things that we teach people inside the Evergreen networking system. And by the way, Evergreen is spelled E-V-Y-R, E-V-Y-R green, evergreen.com, right? It's learn.evergreen.com because we want to teach entrepreneurs how to go from zero to five million in revenue, how to master their influence on LinkedIn. And it has to do about taking action because you can you get results without action? No. You know what you have? If you have reasons, you don't have results. You either have reasons or results. Most people have a lot of justifications, a lot of reasons why they're not taking action, but you need to take action. If a baby wants to walk, What's the most important thing they need to do in order for them to be able to actually learn how to walk? Fall down. How many times? Lots. As many as it takes. Exactly. So Jeremy said as many as it takes. As many as it takes. Lots and lots. If you calculate how many times a baby falls before they actually start to walk perfectly, it'll probably be in the thousands of times that they actually fell. If you calculate it every single time. Yet, sales reps make 5, 10, 15, 100, 200 calls and they give up saying, I'm never going to do this again. This is ridiculous. I'm not good at this. You're not good at something that you don't do. That's number one. I've done over 10,000 cold calls in my career, and I hated them in the beginning. But once I got really good, I love it. I love being able to turn a no into a yes. It's one of the most powerful things ever. Now, often I don't want to. Often once I turn a no into a yes, I'm like, you know what? I don't really want to do business with you. You're kind of a jerk, you know? <laughs> um, somebody, I was reading a Harvey McKay book. Have you heard of Harvey McKay? I have not. Powerful, powerful sales trainer. And he said he was once a sales rep who um, he walked into a shop and the person says, get out of here. And he's like, I can't leave right now. He's like, why? He's like, I can't leave right now. He's like, get out of here, you scumbag. I don't want you. I don't want your business. He's like, you know, I wish I had 100 prospects like you. And the guy's like, get out of here. He's like, I really, really wish I had 100 prospects like you. He's like, why would you want 100 prospects like me? He's like, because I have 500. <laughs> Cha-ching. We actually talk a lot uh, on the podcast and kind of in our other media and stuff, a lot about finding better customers. Right. How can I be more selective in my customers? How can I bring people who are more, you know, in line with the work that we do and in, in line with our beliefs as a company and stuff like that? You know, when you start, you're always just trying to get any business you can. Right. But once you get a little bit established, you know, once you're you're getting on that bordering that 
kind of high six figure, low seven figure level, then, I mean, you can be a lot more selective, right? I mean, that's where we are right now as a business. Ajax Union, we turned down 95% of the people that, that come to us, like on the spot. Like, well, we're going to do it in a very classy way, but we'll ask a couple of questions and then boom, they're not qualified. But that doesn't mean that we can't fire. You got to fire, 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 fire. If you want to get you know, 20, 30 new of the ideal clients in your business every year that are spending maybe six or seven figures with your business, I mean, you got to be firing like crazy and turning down almost everybody, like literally almost every, out of 100 people, you're going to turn down 9.5 of them. That's what's going to happen. But the beauty is you're not just turning them down. You're supporting them and helping them, Jeremy. They're not even qualified. When you're speaking to somebody on the phone, most of the people are not even qualified to do business with you. That's the reality of it, Jeremy. So coming from that type of power where you don't need them, now if they say no, it's their loss because maybe – you can qualify them and help them, but if they're not going to allow you to do it, I can bring to a horse to water. I can't make the horse drink. I'm here to add value to you. If you're going to be nasty to me, I'm not calling you back ever, and it's your loss because we only serve 100 clients a year. So if you want a better website, if you want better rankings, if you want to have a conversation about what's not working in your business, I'm the geek you want to speak to. But it looks like you don't even have time to get more clients, so have a good day. You're not even a nice person. Like, why would I even want to talk to you? Yeah, that's that's a tough one. I mean, when we meet with people, and I don't know, like, you get, I like to call it like people who were rude to servers. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know, when you go to a restaurant, somebody's a jerk to the server, right? You're just like, I'm not going to work with you. I don't want to make you more money. Exactly. I'd rather you go struggle on your own and I'll find somebody who can, you know, who, who honestly wants help and wants to help people. And that's, that's my person, right? Matt, that's where core values come in. Once you understand your personal core values, your personal mission statement, once you understand your company core values, now you can start choosing people based on your values. Cause I don't think that that person needs to struggle financially. I just think that I'm not the right person for them. Just like I, I'm not the right person for everyone in terms of marrying them. If I walk into a room and there are 100 people in the room, I'm only going to get along with 30 because of my personality, right? I'm polarizing. I'm not in the middle. I decide who I am and I'm high energy. So high energy people don't relate to everybody. There's medium energy people. There's low energy people. There's high energy people. Chances are high energy people love other people that have lots of energy because they like the high energy and low energy people want to vibe low. They want to complain or whatever it is, or they just want to chill. That's not a bad thing. That just is something different. And the beauty is that when you realize who the IKEA people are, they go to IKEA. They want to spend a month building their own furniture. And if you realize who the high-end grandmother furniture people are, they go to the Madison Avenue shop and they spend a fortune on furniture that will last the next 16 generations. Not five minutes after you build it, you got to put it outside for the garbage truck to take it because that's what IKEA is all about. <laughs> that's right. I don't even want to drive to IKEA. I'm like, yeah. I'm not even, I'm not even going to drive that far. Cause you got to fill up your tank to get there. Yeah. If I can't order it, I don't want it. It's crazy. <laughs> and my wife once told me um, when you get home with the Ikea furniture, build it outside because by the time you finish building it, you might as well just have the garbage man take it. <laughs> I thought the, uh, what was it? It was a divorce lawyer and he was saying that he would give all the clients Ikea gift certificates cause it's the easiest way to build his business. Oh my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's very, look, at the end of the day, people need to work with other people that they know, they like, and they trust. And like is a big deal. Like, you know, so many people are in the scarcity mindset. They're take whatever they're given. They're take what they can get. And sure, when you're starting out that way, 
Maybe you have that mindset, but as you continue to grow, as you build a base and a foundation for yourself, mostly in your mind, you can start selecting and attracting the things that are most ideal to you. Sometimes people don't realize this till they're 80 years old, and by that point, they only have a couple of years left. So if you're only 47, if you're only 25 or 30 or wherever you are, whoever's listening to this, and you're only 60, you still have a lot of years to decide what you want to create. A young man once came over to me and he said, Joe, what's the purpose of life? Can you imagine a 14-year-old is struggling with this question? And I got really serious at him and I told him, I said, listen, a purpose in life is something that you get to create. It's not something that anybody will ever give you that you'll ever be satisfied with. It's something that you get to decide and create. And until you come to that realization, you're never going to be satisfied. You're never going to be fulfilled. And you're never even going to be motivated because you're living somebody else's purpose. So once you decide what your purpose is, and then you align your values and everything else around that purpose, suddenly you start having more power and more freedom because you can have choices that you can make because you take 100% responsibility for your life. He started crying. I said, why are you crying, young man? He said, because for the past four years, I wanted to end my life because I hate the purpose that I've been given. And now I realize that it's up to me to create my purpose. And I'm just so happy that I met you. And um, I wrote a book because of that. I wrote a book called High Energy Answers, the questions that parents and teachers are too afraid to answer. That's true. Nobody's going to give you the answers that you need except yourself. And the longer that you research this type of thing and the more you learn about figuring out your own goals and your own purpose and what you need to do and how to execute and how to be better at everything, it's all about mindset. 80% mindset. You, you need the skill set, right? But 80% mindset, 20% skill set. That's where you got to read the books, go to the seminars, buy the courses, join these podcasts, listen and learn, but realize nothing's going to stick unless you have the right mindset. So Jeremy, what did you get out of our little coaching session? What, 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 what breakthrough did you have? Maybe a little tiny breakthrough or something that will help you be able to get closer to, to your goals? Well, looking at the rejection a little differently um, and going in and, and knowing that I'm offering them something that will help them grow, help them and help their business. Yeah. And what are you going to do with that vow that you made? Uh, rethink it. <laughs> you can keep the MLM part. <laughs> I could never do MLM. So it's it's definitely one of those things. My wife's been talking to me about mindset for a while. And, you know, it's like the teacher magic. You know, somebody tells you something, you hear it a million times. And then, whatever, you're my wife. I love you. Just you do your thing. I'll do mine. And now somebody else says it. I'm like, oh, shit. She made sense. <laughs> I heard somebody say once that you can't be a prophet in your own home. And it's, you can tell your spouse or your family the same thing 50 times, but they hear it from somebody else and they're like, oh my God, I learned this fantastic thing. Here's one way that I look at it. First of all, you're a lucky man, Jeremy, that you have a wife like that, that loves you so much. It's willing to criticize you. That's number one. Number two is when I said the word criticize, I was very specific with that word because coaching without permission is criticism. So she needs to learn how to ask you for permission it's called Consent. There's a book called Learn Good Consent. I highly recommend everyone read it, especially men learning how to ask for consent, especially married men learning how to deal with consent and what consent is. Not, not just when it comes to sexuality, but just in general in life, understanding how to communicate and how to get that consent. Because the, the context that we were in when I was coaching you was very different than the context that your wife is in when she's talking to you and telling you how to be better because you didn't give her permission to do that. So you're automatically going, your child within you is going to go on the defensive. 
So if she learns a skill of asking for permission and doing it in the right time, she's going to have a much greater impact in you. And you the same, understanding that you have a reservation to accepting this coaching or criticism as, as the child inside you will take it to protect yourself. It's all happening automatic. You're not even thinking about it. Nobody did anything wrong. And it's not bad. Right? There's, no, there's no bad here. There's no judgment here. It all has to do with effectiveness. You cannot put water in a jar that's closed. So if your defenses are up, your jar is closed, you're not going to be able to add water to it. You got to take the cap off. And to take the cap off, you got to screw a little bit. Tidy, righty, lefty, Lucy. <laughs> got it. Does that make sense about permission and consent? Yeah, it does. It makes perfect sense. Cool. And I think, you know, and, and you and I both know that that, I mean, it comes into your business and marketing world as well, having, you know, from kind of a, like a Seth Godin permission marketing standpoint, get somebody to open up to whatever it is that you're trying to talk to them about before you try and sell them something. Right. And having those conversations and. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the value. I also, you know, I really like to think about, I mean, we're both in the agency world, right? And when we made the shift in our business several years ago, instead of saying that the person who comes to us is the client, and now we say we serve our client's client, it seems like a tiny shift in wording, but it makes what we do completely different because we're not trying to just find a graph that goes up and to the right that we can show our client, right? We're trying to actually make their client's life better with the marketing and the work that we do. And that shift changes how we act, what we do, how we get permission, all of those types of things. Because now we're, you know, there's no spamming. There's no any, any of this things that annoy people about marketing. Those are the things we're not doing. It's very powerful to connect with somebody and to build that relationship in that way. I mean, I love the way you compare it to permission marketing. You're spot on in terms of that. Like when you send an email to somebody that asked for it, it's so much better than if you're just randomly sending people messages they never asked for. So I totally get that. And in terms of the sales call, Jeremy, we have a course called the Sales Cure. So if you go to learn.evergreen.com slash sales cure, we actually teach people how to frame a call. And that's what consent is all about. So when you frame, like anytime you have a conversation with somebody, learning how to properly frame a call will be the difference between getting consent from them and lessening the load and not getting rejected at all versus you just going into it and then you get all this rejection and then you wonder why. It's because you don't understand how consent works. The same thing in the MLM space, right? If you call somebody randomly and you don't get consent to have a conversation with them, then you're basically the abuser. You are the, and you don't want to be an abuser. And that's why you made a vow never to abuse again. And that's why you like coaching people and having conversations, but understanding and learning how to proactively get consent from the people that you're speaking to in order for you to engage in that conversation and that sales conversation, it becomes a totally, totally different game for you. And it opens you up and frees you. And it frees you from even calling it rejection when they say no. They're just not ready right now. They're not ready for, for coaching. They're not ready to grow. They're not ready to do the things they need to do because they don't have time, because they don't have trust. There's a lot of different reasons. And you can work past that over time. But ultimately, at the end of the day, when you're building out a funnel, permission is one of the most important things that you can think about when you're getting somebody in the door. And when somebody does something on their own volition, that's when you have more power. That's when you have more freedom. And that's what self-expression is all about too. Self-expression is about expressing yourself without judging yourself. Expressing yourself and it helps build up your self-esteem, your self-trust, 
your self-confidence. And when you have a great self-confidence, when you have trust because you gave yourself permission to express yourself, because you're not worried about the opinions of other people, because you really want to grow and, and express and add value to other people, that's where the rubber hits the road. And that's when you have the ultimate breakthroughs. So I want to value your time because we talked about about a half an hour and you, you're busy. You've got another webinar after this. So let's just ask a couple of quick things. So you're writing a new book. It's called Average Show to CEO. Can you tell us a little bit more about that real quick? So growing my business, people say, Joe, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? How'd you do it? How'd you do it? And I said, this is a very personal story going through my seven stages to seven figures, Average Joe to CEO. So I started writing it a few years ago and I wasn't ready to release it. And now my 40th year in life, I think I'm ready now because I finally bought out my investors and bought out my partners and I own my business 100%. And I really became complete with who I am. I feel very complete and I feel very, I feel like I'm adding so much value to so many people right now that I am prepared. I feel very authentic launching the book right now. So I'm excited about launching it and about giving the world my story. I'm probably gonna have to tweak it a little bit based on what was there before, but I'm going to read it one more time, make some changes and then launch the book. I'm excited. But that's my third book. So I wrote two other books before. One of them called, that's already live on Amazon. One of them called High Energy Secrets, How I Lost 95 Pounds and Kept It Off. And one of them called High Energy Answers, The Questions Your Parents and Teachers Are Too Afraid to Answer. So very powerful books. And you know, at the end of the day, what I want to do is I want to be able to help more people be able to go from frustration to motivation. Hungry entrepreneurs, I want to go from frustration to motivation. And that's what I'm doing right now. Perfect. And if they want to find you online, that's evergreen.com. And what's the other one? If you want to find me, the one link I would tell everybody to go to is LinkedIn. So if you go to joelinkedin.com, joelinkedin.com, J-O-E linkedin.com, and you read my about, I have lots of different links. I have webinars there. I have had to set up a call with me in my about. And anyone publicly can see my about. You could also connect with me. Let me know that you saw me on the podcast. But the bottom line is go to my LinkedIn, check out everything that I have going on over there. Check out my hundreds of recommendations that I have for my connections. By the way, I just set a goal today. I want to hit 1,000 recommendations for my LinkedIn connections. 1,000 recommendations in the next couple of years. So I'm excited about doing that. I mean, that is... I've only seen one other person in the world have over a thousand recommendations on LinkedIn and I want to be that person. Nice. I uh, put one in for you. I, I think I did one last night actually, but I'll double check and make sure that I got it in. So one thing that you were talking about on LinkedIn was that you wanted to get a thousand Zoom selfies, but do you want to get your first Squadcast selfie and I can bring the phone up? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'll take a screenshot if we all put our thumbs up. All right. Thumbs up. A, a screenshot like this. Look at your look at I'm your like, my thumb is too big in the screen. <laughs> no, just put it on the bottom left and then look at your camera. Don't look down at your phone. Look at your camera. There you go. Ready? Get set. Look at your camera. One, two, three. Fantastic. Yeah, definitely follow Joe on LinkedIn. Uh, he's got some great stuff there. And we'll put the resources. We'll link them in the uh, podcast notes on uh, hookseo.com slash podcast. And Joe, it's a pleasure speaking with you and we get a chance to talk again soon. Thank you so much. Looking forward to it and stay motivated. Boom. Nailed it. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. This has been Digital Marketing Masters with Matt Rouse and Jeremy Markoff. For notes and a transcript of this episode, go to hookseo.com forward slash podcast. Now stay tuned for a preview of our next episode of Digital Marketing Masters. Join us next week as we talk with Chris Morton about the Indeed podcast and getting started with podcasting. 
Digital Marketing Masters is brought to you by Hook SEO Digital Marketing. Our show is produced by Matthew Rouse and Scott Burson. Mixed and edited by Silent Outburst Productions. I'm your announcer, Daniel D. Craig. We would love to hear your thoughts. Please leave us an honest review with your podcast provider. Your reviews help us help more business leaders just like you.